Climax. My name's James Troopany. This is a Troopany show. Sh show? Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> um, and I've got all of the action from today's G1 semi-finals night. I've watched all of the matches. Probably tell by the tone of my voice, I didn't necessarily enjoy all of them. Uh, it started off with Roki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, Yo, and Yoshihashi uh, taking a win over Suzuki Goon, Duki Lance Archer, Takemichinoku, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. When Sho managed to get Takemichinoku to be pinned with direct drive, it was a fun little match. Lance Archer is still very popular and has managed to gain an awful lot of traction on this particular tour. He's done an incredible job and worked incredibly hard to get incredibly over. And um, Suzuki Gun mates did their usual work, and unfortunately, Taka, as he has done pretty much on every match on this tour, every show on this tour, lost again for his team. But there we go. It was still fun. Um, you know, but that's an awful lot to be said about it. A bit more interesting was Dangerous Techers versus Team Filthy, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Royce Isaacs and Tom Lawler. There was a lot of one-on-one -on -one between Zack Sabre Jr. and Tom Lawler after Tom Lawler bought Zack Sabre Jr. a George Michael album on vinyl as a gift, but then declared George uh, Boy George to be uh, number one in Japan. <laughs> and they went and had a pretty straight-up uh, wrestling match. It was a lot of fun. They lost when... Um, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, managed to make Royce Isaacs submit with an armbar. Uh, fun match, and you know Zack Sabre Jr. is serious when he's submitting people with just an armbar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fun match, and kind of want to see more of that. Togi Makabe and Tommy Akahoma went up to the Mighty Don't Neil, Bad Dude Tito and Jonah, and lost, as you probably imagined, as the elderly gentleman of the New Japan roster did not have an happy day. Uh, Bad D2 and Jonah uh, sounding like they're ready for World Tag League so we might see them back in December Bullet Club, Bad Luck Farley, Chase Owens and Juice Robinson's defeat United Empire, Aaron Henry, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb when Chase Owens got the win over Aaron Henry which I thought was a little unusual because they've kind of made Aaron Henry out to be a bit of a monster on this tour um, but yeah, no, this was good um, it was alright actually a lot of kind of back and forth um, and Chase kind of showing more Kind of guts and ability, and they're trying to push him, which is really what they're trying to do. I'd rather see Aaron Henry get the pin over Chase Owens, to be honest, but I can see where they're going with this. After this match, Chase Owens and uh, Bad Luck Farley confronted Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb for losing the IWGP Tag Team Championships in AEW. So we've got that moving forward for a number one contendership. So there's more stuff towards World Tag League. Bullet Club, Phantasmo, Evil, Kenta, and Yujo Takahuri, Takahashi. Went up against L.I.J., Bushi, Hiromi Takahashi, Sanada, and Shingo Takagi. I'm having trouble with words today. There's two Takahashis in this match. And it was blah, 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 blah. Thickened my tongue up. I actually can't remember who won this. I'm pretty sure it was Bullet Club, which will tell you, like, you know, all the intros were great. And um, Shingo jumped uh, Phantasmo after yesterday, especially as Phantasmo was wearing a I'm Your Daddy uh, sign on the back of his jacket. Um, I'm trying to remember who won. And I actually can't remember who won in this match. I think it was Bushi pinning Yujiro. Can't... Just completely lost my brain. Um, the last two matches took a long while. I think that was probably why. Uh, next up, David Finley, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kishida and Tariano defeated Doc Gallows, Jay White, Carl Anderson and Taiji Ishimori in another intriguing little tag team match. Uh... Kishida has business with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Taiji Shimori, obviously. Toriano has business with Doc Gallows, who he's terrified of. 
Um, and uh, yeah, it was just good. Hiroshi Tanahashi kind of directing traffic. Dave Finley and Jay White are always going to have a good time together because they can't stand one another in the storyline. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, Toriano got a pinfall over Doc Gallows. The Impact Tag Team Champions being pinned by, of course, Toriano and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Hmm, there's a there's an interesting thing for you there, Kevin Kelly saying. <laughs> oh, I forgot his name, the boss of Impact Wrestling. Where's um, him? And it's like probably asleep under his desk. Uh, Scott Demore, that's it. Where's Scott Demore? He's probably asleep under his desk. Uh, then we get to serious business. Kazuchika Okada versus Tama Tonga, the first semi final of the G1 Climax. They started with a handshake and they went to town. This was exceptional professional wrestling. Tama Tonga has managed to get himself into position of being a red hot baby face and a fiery baby face and an excellent way of developing his main event style as he's had more time in this tournament to wrestle more singles matches. You can see him coming on leaps and bounds. He probably wasn't worthy of that win over a card last year, but it set something aside in him and he's become this exceptional main event wrestler in the preceding eight months. We're only talking 10 months ago that wrote that win. Because it was last November, remember? Uh, November, remember? October, remember? It wasn't that long ago. But it, it's really kind of set in motion, this idea of Tama Tonga being able to carry himself and carry the company. He's got a lot of momentum going into this tournament. Wins his block. Knocks out some really strong people on the way to the semi-final. Okada is majestic, as he has been all year. He was fantastic in this match. Kind of a disappointing ending because it didn't quite go back and forth as way you'd expect it to. But for a first time between these two, as both as baby faces, I really enjoyed this match. I was thoroughly into this match. It was really, really cool. And um, I hope we get to see them go again. That would be fantastic. And then the main event of the evening. Tetsuya Nato lost to Will Ospreay. Bye then, take care. I'm going to have to talk about it, aren't I? The match itself, as you expect, between two talented wrestlers was really, really good. Will Ospreay won though. That's the only thing that's wrong with it. I don't know. I, you know, the obvious narrative is NATO to go to the G1 Climax final because he missed out on it last year, and now they're not having that. They would much rather push a divisive wrestler, to say the least. And I suppose there is a case for no pub, no publicity is no bad, bad publicity is also you know there's no such thing as no, let's try it again. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Um, and it just, but it oh, just aches me to be honest with you um nato was actually for the first time these two wrestled to each other it was super smooth to be honest because both of them can be a bit ropey if they're not don't know the other opponent that well i suppose they have faced each other in tag matches down the years but as a first singles match it was it flowed pretty well um but yeah it was all right i suppose and then we lost break up a promo which i turned off apparently he described it as the end of the dark ages. The reason why I turned it off is because I just can't stand his voice. I'll be honest. Can't. Mm, grates me greatly. Um, and it's enough I have to watch him wrestle. <laughs> NATO um, was uh, just left the building after after his loss. We'll see what happens with him next. But he hasn't got an awful lot going on. And he's their most popular guy. So I don't quite get what they're going to do with him. He doesn't care about any of the championships except for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship doesn't really care for that one to be honest with you because it's not the IWGP heavyweight championship um, so that is the trouble when you know you don't pull it out then what's going to go on there um, 
as I was talking with Beth, if you uh, follow Beth on on Twitter, she's a big New Japan fan, and, and we were discussing the fact like what what do you do with Osprey now? Because if he loses the US title, how can he not lose? If he wins the G1 Climax, does he lose the US? Well, that's going to go on there. So there's shenanigans to come forward. So it's either Okada or Osprey in the final tomorrow. So we'll see who goes forward. I think there's more business for New Japan to have Okada in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Obviously, because Osprey was in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom last year and they didn't draw anything really in comparison to what they did on the 4th, on the 5th. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. It's difficult to say. I can see Okada going to the final, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Jay White will be champion when he gets there as well. There's also that point of view. There's a, there's, there's a few things that could go off. Tama Tonga is not going to win the IWGP Championship on his first try against Jay White. It might take him a couple of times. But he's the obvious person because he has a title shot in his back pocket. It's, it's, it's cloudy. We'll know more tomorrow and I'll be back tomorrow is all I can say. Um, thank you very much for listening today though. My name is James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show at Troopany Show on Twitter. And you can find us um, on Facebook, The Troopany Show, and on Patreon. We can keep The Troopany Show free forever for everyone. I'll be back tomorrow. There is more podcasts out today as well. We have some of Wrestling Rewind, where they looked at Ric Flair's last match. Um, and I'll be back tomorrow with more stuff from the G1. Take care. Bye. Bye.